What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, hello. I am your host, JPB. This is episode number 94 of the Brain Body Resilience Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Today we're talking about a few tangible tools that are a bit more specific than what we normally go into. We talk a lot about using the breath, which is my number one go-to because, you know, it affects, it allows us to shift both our physiology and our psychology, our mind and our body out of that stress state and helps us to calm. There are just an immense amount of benefits but sometimes it feels a bit too hard to start with when we are in that sympathetic state, when we're in that elevated state and we're feeling anxious and we just, and then we start to, you know, it's, it's really easy when we are in that space to get hung up on what technique to use or how to breathe. And am I breathing right? And does this feel right? And so the breath can be a really hard thing to start with. And Before I get into these, we've got our general care, our exercise, our eating, you know, foods that give our brain and body what they need to work right, our hydration, managing our breath, moving our body, paying attention to our senses. We know that the basics on a daily basis are key to lowering stress and anxiety and overall just improving mood and health. So those are a given. These following things, these five things that I have for you today are not magic hacks or any kind of shortcut. They are just additional tools to add in with the basics. The basics are boring and it's a long game and that's not sexy and it's not what we like to sell these days. We're all about the quick fixes, the hacks and all the things. None of that shit works. It's about what we do daily. So These are not magic hacks. These are not shortcuts. They are additional tools to add in with all those basic things. So number one, using some of our senses that we might not use in detail. And what I mean is we'll talk about sound. Take a moment to practice being more discerning with the use of this sense when you're on a walk, especially if you're in nature or just if you're outside, there are so many different kinds of sounds. Pause and listen, and then pay attention to what you can hear that is nearby, what you can hear that's far away, what is the loudest sound, what is the quietest sound, and then see if you can walk or navigate your space without making any noise. If you do make a noise, what is that? Just practicing this brings you into your body. It brings you into that sense of hearing and it helps be mindful of what is happening right now. What is occurring in this moment in your physical reality? So that's number one. Number two, reframing a challenge or reframing, excuse me, reframing stress into a challenge and asking the question, what can I learn from this? And I don't mean like, put a silver lining on it and always look for the good. And like, that's great too. But uh, I think that can border into some toxic positivity and not, not acknowledging a lot of things. 
And that's not what I'm talking about. There's a whole body of research on stress mindset and growth mindset and how those allow us to navigate. And I think that these are most useful as a reflection tool asking, I think in the moment we can ask ourselves like, okay, this is a challenge that I have. How can I, what are the steps I can take? And then afterwards, I think these are most useful as a reflection tool, asking yourself, what skills did I have to use or have to learn in order to overcome that challenge? How did I adapt and what did I learn for the future? And then asking what went well in this and what did not. And what this does is it allows us to, one, acknowledge our ability, our skills, our strength, our resilience, the things that we had to learn, our capacity to learn, our capacity to uh, navigate this thing that was stressful and hard, that was challenging, and then realize that we made it to the other side. And I know that I've talked about several times how self-trust is really important in navigating stress and anxiety, the ability to trust that we have the ability to overcome the challenge, that we have the tools to navigate it, or that we can figure it out. And so this reflection tool allows us to take a moment to be intentional about acknowledging how the, the skills that we have, the skills that we have had to learn, our strength to do that, our capacity to learn, our capacity to adapt and expand, And that gives our brain that reference point that I am able to learn new things. I am able to overcome challenges. And that is incredibly useful when we're talking about minimizing stress and anxiety, which this leads me to our next one. Number three, simply asking yourself as a reflection at the end of your day, what went well? And this can prime your brain for gratitude. And I know that I've talked a lot about the benefits of gratitude for your brain. And, you know, research has shown how it is a significant tool in lowering stress and helping you shift from your more reactive fear-based reactive brain to the use of your thinking brain where you can assess threat and use your reason and logic and access things like compassion and empathy and problem solving. These things that we need to navigate our challenges and our stresses in life, and then also assess the anxiety, the worry, because immediately our threat response is triggered when there's anything, I mean, for so many reasons that are perceived or real dangers. And then our frontal lobe, we have evolved to have this frontal lobe that has the capacity to assess that danger. Is that actually a lion or is it just a tan rock or whatever else? the much more complex comparisons that we have to navigate now. So that little bit of gratitude helps us to do that because, and and I like this one because it's super simple. What went well today? And there's all kinds of gratitude practices out there. I have a gratitude uh, journal that I give to folks that I work with, with all kinds of prompts to help with like how, how can I look at these things? Where do I find gratitude in these places? But I've had some folks say that they don't know, they don't know how to start and it feels overwhelming. They're not sure if they're doing it right. Or just, especially when everything feels like shit, when we're in a rough spot, it can be really hard to find those, 
genuine pieces of gratitude without kind of undermining the feelings that we're having and pushing those aside because that can all exist at once. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Not, we're not, again, we're not using toxic positivity. We're not ignoring the feelings that we're having. We're not ignoring the challenges and just pretending that everything's great because that's, that's not it. But adding this gratitude and focusing, okay, what did go well? So then when we have this prompt of what went well, we can then choose to focus on those things that went well. And the more we practice that connection, the firing of that circuit of curiosity, looking for the pieces that went well, then the more we will be attuned to them. And again, it helps bring our brain out of that more reactive kind of lower part of our brain into the frontal thinking brain, which is useful in assessing how... Uh, immediate these dangers that we're thinking about are. So number four, I posted a a reel on the old Instagram about this and people really liked it. Asking yourself, what was my worry three worries ago? When you find yourself worried about something, stop and consider what was I worried about three worries ago? You probably can't remember. Somebody wrote and said, I can't even remember what one worry ago was. And this is because we're so consumed by these things in the moment. And this is a great way to widen our perspective and shift out of that immediate threat state. When we start to see that we feel consumed in the present moment, but then after the fact, it's so inconsequential in the future that we can't even remember what it was. This helps us to shift our perspective and understand that worries come and go. And number five for today the body scan with curiosity. This is one of my favorite tools. Body scans can be done as a longer practice, which I have um, some of those in, in my breathing packages. I do these with clients. They can be a half hour long. They can be as long as you make them. Um, connecting to the breath and just really paying attention to what's happening in the parts of our body. They can also just be done throughout the day while you're walking or while you're sitting at your desk or whatever you're doing. And what we do is just start in your feet because we tend to spend a lot of time in our head and less time in our body, especially if we're have that chaos going on, racing thoughts and worries and all the things. And even just otherwise, we tend to spend a lot more time in our thoughts and less time paying attention to our body. So this can, this is a great grounding technique and can help us pay attention and notice those areas where our body's trying to tell us something. So I find that starting with the feet can be the most difficult. It takes the most focus and attention. So that's a good place to start. And then just notice how your feet feel and then name it. It can be out loud or in your head, depending on where you are, how you want to do that. Are they heavy, tingly, sore, tired? You feel nothing. Whatever it is, is okay. And we're not trying to change anything. We're just checking in and taking inventory and then start to move up the shins and the calves do the same check. And then the space behind your knees, go up into your thighs, your groin area, and then into your hips and up into your back and abdomen. And I like to give this one an extra moment because there is a lot going on in that abdominal space, in that abdominal cavity where all of our internal organs are working so hard for us. Give that a moment, pay attention. What are we feeling there? And if you don't have the words or you don't know, which is 
super common, totally normal. Uh, If we have been used to ignoring our feelings, we don't have an emotional vocabulary, a feelings vocabulary, because we haven't learned it or we haven't practiced it. Look up some adjectives, look up feelings, look up these emotional words and go through the checklist. What am I feeling? And that one maybe isn't kind of a um, easy to do on the go while we're doing this body scan at work or on a walk or anything like that. But if you take more time to do this, you can sit down with it. So after we've given our abdomen some space, then we start moving along to the chest and shoulders and down the arms to the hands and then back up to the neck. And this is the space where I notice a lot of tension. So I'll give an extra intentional release with my exhale and the shoulders and neck and jaw, forehead, and relax and release any tension that I am noticing immediately there. And then if you do notice any anxious or tense feelings in the body as you go through this, maybe put your hand in that spot, just to signal between your brain and body that you are aware of whatever is going on. You don't have any have to have any answers. You're not trying to explain it. You're not trying to diagnose yourself. You're not trying to change it. You're just saying like, hey, I hear you. I see you. Like whatever this feeling is. Because your hands hold a large space in the brain's map of body input. So where they go and what they do, the brain pays attention to. So just putting your hand wherever you're feeling, whatever it is that, that you're feeling that you feel like needs some attention, that signals that like, okay, I am paying attention to myself. Again, that can be quick. That can be longer, but do that. And then kind of give yourself a a full body kind of once over and see how you feel after that. Just take a moment to notice then, okay, now how do I feel after just acknowledging my body and what's going on and giving, just taking this inventory to check in. All right, my friends, those are my five tools for today that can Uh, that you can take into your days and see which ones are most useful in different times. Again, using your hearing, I am stumbling all over my words. I'm not going to redo any of this. Using your hearing, noticing your sounds near and far, really tuning into that sense, and then reframing the story you're telling yourself about stress, turning it into a challenge to overcome and then learn from instead of an intrusion into your stress-free day. Practicing simple gratitude with the question, what went well? Reflecting on your past three worries and starting to shift the perspective of the the thoughts and worries. They come and they go and we are still here. That means that we are not our thoughts. We are not our worries. And a simple body scan along with whatever you're doing in your day, paying attention to what your body is doing too. So use those and let me know how it goes. Thank you always for being here. And if you found this helpful, please share it with a friend. I want this to be useful for someone else as well. I am so grateful because I know y'all are sharing these. You tell me about it. Other people tell me that they found the podcast through a friend. And I am immensely grateful for you being here. Again, your time is your most precious of resource. And I'm so honored that you want to spend it here with me. So thank you very much. I hope you have a beautiful week and until next time, peace out.